At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SV3. That was like the longest delay ever when I clicked <laughs> go live. It was like 30 seconds before it decided, oh yeah, sure, I'll actually work now and, and put you guys live. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I have I had a cool weekend with the family, spent some time, did some work, got everything done. I didn't have as cool as a weekend as as you did, but uh, <laughs> as we talked about before we went live here. But yeah, it's been a cool weekend, but it's not cool at all here in the UK. Apparently, I'm here while there's a freaking heat wave going on, but I'm from New York, so I'm used to this hot weather around the summertime. So it hasn't been that big of a deal for me, but my missus has been complaining. My daughter woke us up at... Um, 8 a.m. because she felt like going to uh, the park uh, in, a, in a heat wave. Yes, my daughter picked up a sh- one of her shovel spades and put on some uh, Elton John sunglasses and decided that she was going to. She didn't even want to go to the park with one of us. Like, literally, I, I brought her downstairs and she's like, where mama gone? And I was like, OK, you want your mom to take you to the park that she got in front of the building and was like, where dad that gone? And my wife had to uh, hit me up and be like, oh, she wants both of us to go. I was like, Okay, all right. I'll wake up. We'll get the crust out of my eyes. So, been an interesting day so far. You, you gotta. Uh, we're talking off air. You gotta go to the pool today, SB3. It seems way too hot not to be able to go to the pool out there. You said it's ninety three or something out there. Like, jump in the pool, get you, get, take a nice dip, cool off a little bit. I, th- I think that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, like I said, I, like I told you before, we went live here. My missus was talking about making a pool for my daughter on the terrace, and I'm gonna sneak my fat ass in there <laughs> as well because we're in the countryside, so there's not that many pools or beaches near us. We're thinking about doing a beach day on Friday, so I have to try to finagle my schedule to make sure I have Friday clear to go. I don't know what the weather is going to be like this week. I would like to go to the pool at some point this week or get some type of, of swim. Last time we went to the pool, uh, I was not able to swim because I just got my leg cut on, and that wouldn't have been good. But, yeah, I, I miss going miss going to the pool. I mentioned my weekend. I didn't go, I went to the park as well. You know they still have merry-go-rounds? So I got roped into, like, pushing the kids on the merry-go-round, like the big like big merry-go-round where you can fit like 10, 10 yeah. kids and stuff on there. So I got roped into that, and I'm out here like trying to just push this thing around. I'm getting so dizzy. I was in flip-flops too, but lost my shoes every single time. And then we went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese this weekend, and I was, I was telling you all there, I don't know if people know what like the coin dozer game is where you like insert the coin and it falls down it like pushes it off levels and then this little gimmick pushes the coins into the thing so like they they have these at chuck e cheese and i spent the entire hour and a half just playing this thing and it's a spongebob one at that and people know know i love the spongebob so it's a spongebob one and you you can win like cards little spongebob cards 
as well. Like it'll push those off and you get to keep the cards. You don't get to keep the coins because everything's uh, digital now and it's all credits and whatnot. But if uh, the card falls, you get to keep the cards. And I got a, a Plankton and a Squidward card. And I was so excited. I was more excited than the kids were when they picked their prizes at the end and they get all that stuff. Man, I was so excited to get my, my little SpongeBob cards. And I was so mad because I was close to a couple more. And we ran out of time, so I wasn't able to get those. So I'm just going to go back to Chuck E. Cheese one day, and you can buy time instead of credits. I'm just going to buy like 30 minutes and just stay there that entire 30 minutes just playing playing the Coin Dozer game. This is how I'm going to take my, my breaks from work. It's just playing Coin Dozer at Chuck E. Cheese. You're a smart man. <laughs> You're a smart man. That's how you should take your breaks. I can put that off. If I go, if I go, near you. if I go to Chuck E. Cheese to like work, I'll bring my computer. I'll get some work done. And then I'll I'll spend thirty minutes to play the coin dozer during during my break. I feel like I can write off this entire cheese experience here if I do that. I, I love how the people, the the staff workers at Chuck E. Cheese would be like, this guy comes here every day, he goes on his computer, he's doing work, and then he just plays coin dozer for like 90 minutes at a time. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win all the spongebob cards if you get all the spongebob cards you get like a, a super prize or something so i'm gonna get all the spongebob cards and then i don't know what the surprise is i'm sure it's not worth all the money that i'm gonna end up putting into this thing but i'm gonna get all cards a super prize and, and we're gonna be in good shape very excited I'm excited for you. This this sounds like such an endeavor that only you, Jeremy, would go on. <laughs> all right, we don't have a ton of NBA uh, to talk about because all the general managers are bitch made and have decided they're not going to make any trades. But I do have a question for you, SB3. So the big names out there are Kyrie, Katie, and... Um, oh, the, the, the fiance is messaging me and said, I'm failing to report how I've costed all the children for their token cards every time they tried to play. Yes. So here's the thing with, with these cards is, as I said, you can buy time. So you're not buying credits. Like Chuck E. Cheese has figured this shit out. So, you know, normally you buy like, oh, 50 credits. And then once you're done with your credits and each, each game costs like one or two credits, once you're done with the credits, you're done. Chuck E. Cheese, you can buy yeah. time. So we bought 90 minutes. So you can play uh, just you can play as much as you want for 90 minutes. So they have unlimited credits. They can use these cards as much as they want. So like every time they came running by, I'm like, here, g- give me your card. Like, come here, come swipe <laughs> your card so I can play my coin dozer game. So every time they came by, I got to use it. Some of the kids were like, they were happy to help out and everything. The other ones were like, what are you doing? They th- I think they thought I was like using their credits too. They're like, you're going to use all my cards. Like, no, it's unlimited. Like, you're fine. Just, just swipe it and go on, go, go on your little, Go play whatever you want to play. Just let me play my coin dice, coin dozer, okay? So, yeah, I was, like, taking the kids and trying to use their cards. I said, like, I'll just buy my own. I'll buy my own little 30-minute card, but why spend that when I can just get them to swipe every time they, they come by? The oldest one, seems, very, seems fair. very happy. Yeah, the oldest one, very happy to help out. Like, when we were leaving uh, and the – the cards, the, the, there was a couple SpongeBob cards still on like the edge. He's like, we should go back there and we should take like a stick and put it up there and like knock it down and everything. He's like, he was he was willing to do whatever it took to help me out to try to get these extra cards before we had to leave. I was like, no, it's fine. So yeah, we're gonna go back and we're gonna get all the SpongeBob cards. She wanted to make it clear that I was you know 
taking the children and holding them to <laughs> to use all their use all their their credits but it's unlimited credits it's a great deal chuck e cheese they got this shit figured out man Hey, it, it, the catchphrase is correct. Where a kid can be a kid, and where Jeremy right. can be a kid as, as well. I was sim- I'm similar to that at any of those like Chuck E. Cheese or arcade places with the super shot with the basketball one. I just uh-huh. play that like all day. Like oh, I, so you- I try to try to beat the score and stuff. Whatever the high score is on it, I try to beat it. So yeah, that's my that's my jam. Whenever I go to one of those Chuck E. Cheese places. So, you know, they got like the, obviously like the big basketball hoop, like the, the real one for like the adults and stuff, but then they got the little kid basketball hoop. That's like two inches in front of you. You can just dunk it every single time. (laughs) That's the one I'm on. Yes. I played that one. And the high score was like 60 on there. And I got like 76. And so I beat the high score on there. And I told, I told the fiance, I was like, I was playing the basketball game uh and she's like wait the little one and i was like yeah and i was like i set the high score i was like you see the 76 that's fine she's like i hope you're proud of yourself that you set the high (laughs) score on these kids and you've like ruined it for these kids now who are not going to be able to beat this score i was like well i am i got the high score (laughs) like i do feel good about this like why am i not supposed to feel am i not supposed to feel good about this i exactly excellent about it (laughs) I, I, I appreciate I appreciate the fact that we can we can find common ground on this. Yes. Don't mind setting the high score on kids. No, games. absolutely not. Absolutely not. See the kids, the kids don't care because I use their cards and they get all the tickets. Like I said, the high score and the tickets go on their cards and stuff. So they should they should want me to use their cards. I'm getting them all these tickets so they can buy their their cool prizes that they'll forget about in a week. If that's <laughs> I'm going back to Chuck E. Cheese this weekend. I'm spending all my weekends at Chuck E. Cheese playing coin dozer. That's all I'm doing. This sounds like a blast. Like I was so gonna be so mad. Um, my my missus was thinking about taking my uh my kids to this like ball pit uh place on Saturday oh. when I'm doing like True Hill Heat, and I was like, no, but I want to go. I want to go <laughs> to the ball pit. Like I want to jump into the. You know, you know that used to be one of my fun experiences as a kid is jumping hey. into the ball pit and stuff. So I was like, no, I want to go when I'm free and I'm able to go with them. So yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go there before we leave the UK. When when the kids are back in school and I got like free time and stuff, I'm 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 doing it. I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese every single day and just writing it all off. Get Jimmy Van to expense it. Be fine. Be be in good shape. Do shows from Chuck E. Cheese. You got the the singing animatrons in the background every single week. They'd be like, "Why why are you at Chuck E. Cheese again?" I'm gonna get put on some type of list or something. I'm gonna be at Chuck E. Cheese so much as playing coin dozer. They're gonna, they're gonna put you on the ban list. Yeah, it's not gonna be good actually. <laughs> I just want to play coin dozer, guys. That's it. I just want all the SpongeBob cards. Leave me be to play coin dozer, please. <laughs> yeah, fiance oh, just man. says when when they're at school and I'm at work, that's where I'm gonna find you. Yep, they're gonna message me be like, "What are you up to?" I'm good. I'm at Chuck E. Cheese. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm just at Coin Dozer doing my I'll thing here. I'll see you when you get home, baby. I'll, I'll make sure I'm home. I'm there when the kids need to get off the bus. I'll, I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> one day I'm gonna. One day I'm gonna miss the kids getting off the bus and like you just play. You, you cannot. 
you got to be there when they get off the bus. Like you can't be <laughs> stuck at the coin dozer into, while they're getting off the bus. He's like, uh, he's like priorities though. Priorities. Yeah. These SpongeBob cards, baby. I gotta have them. <laughs> I gotta, gotta catch them all. Yeah, um, I gotta get all the SpongeBob cards. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's going to be the next headline for FMC. Jeremy <laughs> has won all the SpongeBob cards. Oh, man. I'll br- I'll show them um, off next week. Next week, because they're in my car right now. I'll show off my SpongeBob card. <laughs> She's message. But I got the Gary card. It's fine. That's right. The oldest one's the Gary card. I, I try to get him the Gary card. Like, it'll be good. Give him that and he'll be okay. Hey, look, I got them all SpongeBob cards. It's good. It was like, I'm spreading it out for the kids. This is for the kids. The same for me. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to I'm gonna blow all my... Everybody, uh, if you're getting us wedding gift, just get us Chuck E. Cheese card, token cards, unlimited time on, on my Chuck E. Cheese card so I can get all SpongeBob cards. He needs all he needs all these 90 minute cards, ladies and gentlemen. No, you can get up to about. you can get up to two hours. You're oh, that's, funny, that's, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, you can get up yeah, to two that's, hours. Yeah, that's that's what he really wants. That's <laughs> yeah. a real gift. Give him the two hour cards, y'all. Somebody yeah, um <laughs> somebody just buy me like one two hour card. Just let me let me have like a free weekend, just go there for two hours and just play coin dozer for two straight hours. I'll be good. That's all that's all I want for my wedding. That's it. All right, just just get me a two-hour unlimited play Chuck E. G's card. You can you can get her whatever she wants. That's all I want. Two-hour Chuck E. G's card. This man is very easily pleased. He just wants two-hour Chuck E. G's cards. That's all he wants to play Coin Dozer for hours upon hours and to do his work at Chuck E. G's so they can they can put him on the bulletin (laughs) when he comes in. Like, sir, you can't use our Wi-Fi for four hours and then use your two-hour cards at a time. This is so. This is like one of the dumbest things I've ever wanted to be like known for. Is like go to a place so much, not that you get in trouble, but like go to a place so much that like when you walk in, everybody's like, "Hey, it's Jeremy," and like they may like name something after you or whatever. Like just go there to where like they know who you are and like they're super friendly with you, and you can like you can get like discounts and free shit because you just go there so often. It's one of the dumbest things to be known for, but I always just wanted to. Like I want to go to and, and mostly like a food place or something. I don't know if I want to go to like a certain certain store, but like go to a food yeah. place so much like, ah, Jeremy, you want so-and-so. And like, they're just, they know, they know your order right away. So I want to go into the Chuck E. Cheese and they just know, all right, pizza, breadsticks, soda, two hour card to play the coin dozer. They just got it ready. They just got it ready for me. Right, right when I, I walk I- in. I'm trying to think because there was a there's a few food places that I was like like the people there would know me, uh, but like one one particular person I know Kennedy Fried Chicken in my hood, uh, they used to know me like he used to be like two center breasts yeah you two center breasts hey, all right I was like yep. I'm here for that $3 two cent of rest deal. Yep, that's me. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I have had that that experience of being known for your order. You, they just know it's, what you're going to order as soon as you come in. It's one of the dumbest things to want to be known for, but it's something that it, it's fun to me. Uh, the, the fiance says they'll name time allotment cards after you half hour, one hour, two hours and the Jeremy. Yeah, just, just five hours. Just play it. Just give me the five hour card. So I can play play the coin dozer the entire time. That's it. I'll write articles while playing the coin dozer. It'd be fine. Knock out articles pretty quickly. Press the button on the coin dozer. Be good. Keep it moving. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, we, we have a shorter show today because I have, I have uh, some personal stuff to take care of a little bit later on. But uh, real quickly on the basketball front, DeAndre Ayton did resign with the Suns after the offer sheet from the Pacers. I feel like that takes him out of the Kevin Durant running for the time being. We shall, you know, because he can, he has to approve any trade until I think January 15th. So that's going to yeah. be a complicated sort of situation. But I do want to get your thoughts very quickly. Start of the season, where do you think Kyrie, Durant, and Donovan Mitchell start the season at? Those three, where do you think they end up? Um, at this point, because we are now a week on, where last week I was very firm in believing that Kyrie would be a Los Angeles Laker, at least by now. I thought there would be any type of like update that would at least lead us to assume that he's going to be there. But by all accounts, it seems like both Kyrie and KD are going to be Brooklyn Nets at the start of the season. That's what it looks like because their axing price and whatever the Lakers is willing to give up even though i think we should be willing to give up a little bit more just saying get us Kyrie, please um yeah and, and it seems like russ is completely done with the with the lakers after Ooh, darvin, that, uh, darvin that... ham put his put his neck on the line darvin ham's been saying nothing but good things about him but of course russ is not gonna play is gonna blame everyone but russ and he's now he's blaming the lakers and yeah so doesn't look good on that front, but I think like Kyrie and KD are going to be with the Nets. As far as Donovan Mitchell, that one's a little bit more interesting, but I'm leaning towards the Utah Jazz, him still being there, because I, I just don't see any likely suitors that are coming out of the woodwork that seem like the the leaders like last week like i said Kyrie, it looked like the lakers were the leader to try to pull off the trade to get him over there but you know the more days go by it seems like that's pushing to the side and with donovan mitchell yeah we've heard the knicks yeah we've heard the miami heat none of those either of those two seem to be coming out in the woodwork to kind of make that deal possible so i think everybody's going to stay pat I I think that real quickly the Russ the statement his agent put out when they split that's messy that's very messy because that's that's been his agent his entire pro career and yeah. seemingly a friend like you've obviously worked with this man for a long time you've gotten close with this man to put out that kind of statement and just instead of just being like hey we've decided to go other ways we see different things for his future that's it like when he was like, I think it's best to do this. Russ thinks it's best to do this. Like he threw that man under the bus. I actually felt bad for Russ in, in that statement. Cause I don't know what Russ wants based on that statement. It sounds like Russ just wants out and he just, however you can get him out. That's, that's what he wants while his agent is like, Hey, stick with the Lakers, try to make it work. He seems kind of done. I don't know if I can even necessarily blame him. Uh, the new coach ham is trying to like repair things and say all the right things, but Russ seems pretty checked out on this thing. And they, they got to find a way to get off of Russ's contract, get off of him as a player. And I don't know if it's Kyrie. It seems like they might have to give up a little bit more than like a draft pick based on what Brooklyn is looking for. I actually do think that the Brooklyn duo stays. I, I think that the asking price might be a, a little high right now. 
I think that maybe once the season starts and teams kind of see where they're at and see what their expectations are and see what they can do, maybe it changes then and maybe Brooklyn comes down on it, especially if Kyrie and Katie aren't like gelling and it's just not working out. Um, I think they stay to start the season. I think Mitchell ends up with the net or the, the Knicks. I think they, they make the offer and they, they trade him because if you're Utah, you have no reason to try to keep him. You want to move him as quick as possible. You want to try to tank as quick as possible. And I think the Knicks end up making a good enough offer. It's where Utah's like, yeah, sure. We'll take all your draft picks. We'll take whoever. I don't know if they get, I mean, I would want RJ Barrett, but I don't know if the Knicks give up RJ Barrett. You're probably going to have to give up Julius Randle. And then you just hope Randle rehabs his value enough to where you trade him at the trade deadline and get some more picks for him. Basically take the OKC approach. Just take guys that you can get, rehab them get more flip them and get more picks that's that's kind of the way to do it and i think that's what the jazz end up doing with uh with mitchell i think he goes to the knicks though i just don't see the knicks i'm sorry i've lived i've lived in new york my entire life i don't see i i the only way i can see the knicks doing it is if they trade rj barrett which i think is an is an over an oversell uh on their part that's given up too much uh to get donovan mitchell that's the only way i could see them doing it the only big trade that they've ever been able to pull off was carmelo anthony when carmelo anthony was obviously going to go to the knicks uh in free agency and they overpaid for that and it kind of ruined their their season in for the most part in the process i think that they're gonna do the same for donovan mitchell that's the only way i could see them pulling it off because it's the knicks the knicks are born to fail i i know so many knicks fans that have never seen a championship this year makes 50 years since the last knicks championship my mom was a was a young was a young lady. She was a young lady when the Knicks won a, a championship, and she always talks about it. Yes, the, the Knicks have a plan. Uh, JJ, sure, sure thing there. Sure, I believe that. Uh, but yeah, sure, Jan. <laughs> Sure, 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 Jan. Um, but yes, uh, I don't. I only see the Knicks pulling that off if they oversell. Uh, Miami, I feel, has the better assets to get the deal done, and I feel like that would be a crucial one because with the Boston Celtics getting, you know, Malcolm Brogdon and them looking like the favorites in the East right now, Miami needs this type of deal to really get themselves either on the same level of the Boston Celtics or a little bit ahead of them. And if they're if they can be able to keep Bam and and uh, Jimmy Butler and get Donovan Mitchell, they're the best team in the East. So they I, have they they have the assets. I just think they have the assets as far as draft picks, as far as young players. Lowry, you can throw in there for a trade. I think they can pull it off. Lowry's got to be in there almost for money purposes at this point. Yeah, I think I think for Mitchell, you can keep Bam and obviously Butler. They're not trading Butler. For Durant, like if I'm Brooklyn, I'm asking for Bam. Like, oh, absolutely. I, I want Bam and that deal. But for Mitchell, you can probably get away with some type of platter of like Hero Robinson, another young guy, Lowry for money purposes, things like that. And even for Kyrie, if you want to go that route, you can, you can get away with those guys. But for Durant, probably got to throw in Bam one way or another. Um, I'd I'd trade Hero and Robinson. Robinson couldn't even play in the playoffs like that. He just no. he couldn't play in the playoffs, and like that probably hurt his value a little bit. But 
yeah, I, I'd give up Tyler Hero for and, and Duncan Robinson for Donovan Mitchell. I'd do it for for Kyrie Irving as well, and obviously for Kevin Durant. Um, Miami does have the assets to make this trade. I just don't know if they're actually going to make it. I know Riley and Danny Ainge don't really see eye to eye, and so that's going to be be a thing that maybe holds things up. Uh, that that could that could definitely be an issue for for both parties. And that's why I think Mitchell kind of ends up with the Knicks as well. I think they end up making the trade. Mitchell wants to go there. The Knicks feel like they're ready to make some type of splash. That's why they spent a bunch of money on Jalen Brunson, which is going to be a risk. At least now if you have Donovan Mitchell, it helps the it helps the Brunson deal look a little bit better. It's like, all right, yeah, you roll out uh, R.J. Barrett, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, your defense is going to be terrible, but you'll score some points. You'll you'll yeah. you'll get you'll. Yeah, they they would be a solid playoff team, but I I love when Knicks fans try to try to make uh that that Jalen Brunson deal sound good. I was like, you spent all that money for a third tier point guard. Like people people try to tell me, oh no, he's like second tier. He's never been to All Star game, so he's not even second tier. He's a third tier point guard. He's a reliable <laughs> starter for the Knicks. He had a good playoff series against the Utah Jazz. He played good throughout the playoffs, don't get me wrong, and maybe you're getting him on the way up, but we don't know. That's just a, that's a, that's a small sample size of what he had to offer and what we know from his entire career is that he's a third-tier point guard, but now he's getting paid. He's in the top 15. He's in the top 15 most paid point guards in the NBA, and I can surely name about 20 point guards in the NBA better than him. Um, we'll talk more about the NBA season as a draws closer because we got a short show we're going to try to truncate things we did want to give our top five basketball films sb3 yes so i'm gonna start we'll we'll, we'll go back and forth on like five four three two one count them down okay these are not it, it, this is how i'm doing it i don't know how you're doing it um i'm doing favorites i'm not doing best because if I do best, yeah. it's going to look a little bit different. These are the top five films that we think that, that are our favorites that were that we watch the most. Maybe it is like somewhat the best, but I, I think once people hear my list, they're like, "Oh yeah, I don't know if that's the best basketball film of all time." <laughs> well, um, yeah, my my mine is top five of my favorites, yeah. but I will say number one, I do think my number one, I do think is the best basketball. My number one, I probably I think is the best film of all time, much less basketball. So. Uh, yeah, I I would put it if my if I was doing a top five <laughs> a top five or a top ten best movies ever, I would put my number one as in it for sure. All right, so what is number five for you, SB three? Number five for you, and this is why it, this is a favorite, not a best. Uh, Space Jam. It's Space Jam, okay. y'all. Like I, I love, I love me so Space Jam. That was like one of the very first basketball movies that I remember as a kid. I watched it so many different times. I had to watch it again after I watched Space Jam two to wipe the bad taste out of my mouth. So Space Jam number five. That's why. Uh... Jordan will always have over LeBron is he actually made a good space champ and LeBron <laughs> much like the rest of his legacy is just trying to chase Jordan and he fell short space jam yes. is a microcosm of their on-court basketball career as well this is true this is true <laughs> uh my number five and people might be surprised that this is 
actually like number five uh is, is he got game which is like actually by all accounts a tremendous film like it's it's a good film uh you know spike lee denzel washington ray allen as jesus shuttlesworth the the one-on-one game at the end between them the greatest like, name for a basketball player in it a really movie is. ever it is it's a great like it, it's objectively a great film there's a, there's nothing wrong with it as far as like favorites though it's number five for me like that's just where it comes in number five now people are gonna they're they're gonna be all over my list when i name these films all right what what's number four for you uh number four i gotta go with coach carter coach carter yeah. because it has one of the greatest endings to a movie ever with twister with twister it does, it does. Today. oh my god i love that ending and i love where uh different parody uh social media accounts will put it for teams that lost like the the nets <laughs> one that they did after the nets got swept to the boston celtics is one of the greatest things i've ever seen on social media but yeah it's a lot of character work samuel l jackson as coach carter was tremendous uh you had my my homie uh from his that played his son in the movie that was from my cousin skeeter he was great you got he had spanish from old school in the movie like i just know these i know these people in the movie from other things they've done uh you had my dude from onyx who played uh the homie from moesha they used to always call moesha shorty uh he was in the movie too <laughs> like it oh man this this film was uh tremendous tremendous stuff so that's why coach carter is number four it is good. I've not seen Coach Carter since like it came out on DVD, so it's been forever. Most of these films, because I just don't watch movies anymore. Uh, I, I saw like when they first came out, and probably like maybe watched it once or twice since then. But I, I was a fan of uh, Coach Carter. And, like, anything, anything with Samuel Jackson is gonna be. Oh, you have to. gonna be. You have to. gonna be good in like some type of aspect. It's just, it's just, it's gonna be good. All right, number four for me, SP three, Celtic Pride. Seen this movie? You seen Celtic Pride? I love Pride? that movie. Celtic Pride fucking rules, dude. Rules. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. I I forget the other guy's name, but the everyone the bandit from Home Alone. One, one of the one of the wet bandits. Uh, and they uh they kidnap Damon Wayne's who, who's yes. basically Carl Malone. Yeah, <laughs> Celtics fans just kidnap the the Jazz fans so they can try to win win the finals. Everything. This movie rule. It's hilarious. I watch this movie so much. Yeah, Marv from from Home Alone. Yes, I watched yes, this movie Marv. so much <laughs> as a kid. It's so just like over the top fandom. Uh, you know, we we gotta try to win the game. We we'll do whatever we can. Our team. Damon Wayans is great. Dan Aykroyd is yeah. great. Uh, I I I love this movie. It's so I've not seen him forever, but man, it's it's hilarious. I don't know if it holds up. Probably not, but. When no, I watched it all the time movie. as a kid, yeah, I thought yeah. It was, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, and I love, I love the ending. I love the ending as well. That's definitely in my top five for sure. I uh, know top ten for sure. Uh, basketball movies, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. Even though I hate the Celtics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number number three. I'm cheating a little. I went with a tie went with a tie on number three okay. because All right. this is one that I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for because not a lot of people like this movie, but like Mike with little bow. Like Mike's nice. I'm so, yeah. No, no, 
I wanted those sneakers. I wanted those sneakers. I wanted those sneakers so I could I could become an NBA star. I was like that was I was like I think I was like 11, 12 years old when that came out. I was like that might be the only way I get to the NBA cuz I'm not tall enough. I was like if, if I could get these sneakers, I could figure out to way, a way to get there. And I think Ace Shock just put it in the uh in the live chat. My other number 3, my code number 3 is loving basketball cuz that that film that film is a great love story and a great basketball film. Even though, even though Homie was probably not good enough to make it to the Lakers, but hey, to each his own. At least they had the Lakers represented in the movie. Um, Mike Mike was great. Mike Mike was on like that's another one. As a kid, I would just watch all the time. Bow Wow, Bow Wow had some game, man. He did. He did. He did. And you, you had my boy Morris Chestnut. More shit yeah. that was his yeah. teammate. Come on, come on. Tell me you don't like like Mike. Um, I th- these are not. I'm not gonna do a tie. I'm not, but I do want to give two real quickly as like honorable mentions. Probably should have done this before five. That's okay. Honorable mentions. One, Joanna Man. Seen Joanna oh. Man. Oh. oh, and that has the best theme song to a basketball film ever. Uh, Fat Joe, what's love? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to do, got to do with it, babe. Oh my god, that was great. I, I'm terrible at names, but the dude who does the voice for the Proud family, uh, who who's you know after Tommy Davidson. Yes, Tommy, Tommy Davidson. He's hilarious in that film. He's hilarious. Um, that one, and then Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg, where she becomes the coach yes. of the Knicks. That that movie's great. That was like a, a a sort of a basketball version of Little Big League in a way. Yeah, where, yeah. Where a fan becomes the the uh, coach or the owner of the team. Yeah, that, that's yeah. great. That was good. Uh, you know, taking taking in charge. Uh, <laughs> the George Mirasan looking looking dude taking charges. Um, all right, my my actual number three is basketball. Basketball from from Matt Matt Parker, Trey Stone, uh, creators of South Park. That movie's great. If you've not seen it, go go watch it. If you like South Park, which we, we do on this show, yes. uh, then you've probably seen Basketball and probably have laughed your ass off at that film. It's been a while since I've seen it. I should probably rewatch it. Yeah, but basket, Basketball is great. You know, it's basketball, ba- baseball combined, new game. Can't believe it didn't actually, like, catch on. Can't believe people, they didn't actually try to make this a real sport. They should. They should. Like, all these other sports that keep popping up, just try to make basketball a real sport. Why not? I mean, the uh, the the creators of South Park should have enough money to just make oh, it, make definitely. it, just buy buy a league, make it basketball, and people, drunk people around the world would enjoy it. I think they would just they, run with it. They definitely have the money to do it. Uh, but but basketball is number three for me. Number two for me, gotta go with White Man Can't Jump. Uh, classic classic film. Uh, the fact that Wesley Snipes' name is Sydney is is <laughs> is is amazing to me as a kid. I was like, "Oh shoot, someone got my name in a movie, and it's Wesley Snipes!" Oh man, that was just great, great, great classic moments. Like homie, who's going? Get, I'm gonna get my gun from my car. Um, <laughs> just great, great, great moments. Shoot, I'm coming back still... here, shoot everybody up here, <laughs> shoot everybody. <laughs> 
just great classic moments that I remember so vividly. And it taught me the art of hustling in basketball. And it became more prevalent when I used to go to like street ball and play street ball on the court. Like I knew when someone was trying to hustle me and it, I learned it all from white man can jump. Um, I mean, I will, I will comment on white men can't jump because people who know me know where that's about to rank for me. Uh, number two for me is Space Jam because I watched this movie a million times as a kid. I remember when I got the, the, the DVD or DVD, uh, the, the VHS when, when I was a kid, I watched it like every day, sometimes twice a day for, for like a week or two, like just in a row. I, I, I would journal and I would like start off every journal with like watch Space Jam today. That was the start of my my journal like every day for like a couple of weeks. Well, but Michael Jordan, the GOAT, I always try to like replicate. I'm pretty sure I had like a Jordan like Toon Squad uh, figure and everything. Nice. Like absolutely just love, love Space Jam. It's, it's a good, it's a good kids movie. You know, it's got Jordan. None of these other movies got Michael Jordan in them. All right. Nope. So yeah, Space Jam. Space Jam, one, for the childhood memories. Two, because now LeBron has brought it back to light and realized just how everyone realized just how good Space Jam actually was because LeBron tried Space Jam 2 and it sucked. Uh, And three, like, it's actually a cool little basketball movie. It's what brought Jordan back to the league. He was retired and playing baseball. Now he's back in the league. Thank Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is the reason that we got Michael Jordan back into basketball. I'm sure you've heard the stories like, all right, Space Jam – Space Jam, obviously a little, he was playing baseball, Bugs Bunny brought it back and stuff. But there are the stories where like when, you know, because like Barkley and Muggsy Bogues and all these guys, all these actual NBA players are in the film. And like when they were on set, like they would play pickup games. And everyone's like, this was when Jordan was like legitimately retired. And like everyone is like, oh yeah, you could see the competitiveness in him come out in these like pickup games on the space jam set like he wanted a court built on the set and everything so they could play pickup during during breaks and stuff and everyone was like yeah you could tell jordan was like trying to bust asses on the set of space jam and everyone's like oh he's gonna come back he's gonna come back so space jam did have a hand in bringing him back to the league so yeah that's that's why it was in my top (laughs) top five it's it's definitely up there for me um i got a few honorable mentions uh, okay. uh above the rim for sure has yeah. to be in my honorable mentions great film Dwayne Martin did his thing in that film um basketball is in my is in my honorable mentions as well very good one as well that I I enjoy that one um trying to think if there's any more Sunset Park. Sunset Park was the only other one that I had to never, put in my my honorable mentions. Yeah, that was a good one as well. Now, number one, you kind of took a lot of my thunder, but number one, and like I said, I would put this in my top 10 favorite films or best films of all time. He got game. He got game because there is so many iconic moments. The, the cinematography, how it was shot was just amazing. Uh, I never knew I would enjoy a movie that had Ray Allen as an, as a lead actor. And Ray Allen wasn't even that great, but he played Jesus Shuttlesworth. I mean, that is the greatest name that I've ever heard in a film, period, let alone a basketball film. Denzel Washington, uh, as his father, was, was tremendous in this role. I thought that he should have won his Oscar for this role before anything else. I remember when I was in high school after it, it was like what seven 
uh, six, seven years old at that point. One of my friends gave me the DVD and I watched it like 10 times in a row and got something new from it every single time I watched it. Uh, Rosario Dawson as Lala. That is her most iconic role. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care whatever film you want to say she was in, that she was greater in. She's no better. There's no one better than her as Lala. That cheating, that cheating girl, that cheating girl, Lala, breaking, breaking Jesus's heart and Jesus breaking her heart by going to college and, and having four ways uh, to college, <laughs> to college with, with blonde girls and everything. So, yes, he got game. That is my my GOAT basketball fan. Fair. Very fair. Yeah, I can't argue with he got game. It was number five for me. Number one, again, if you know me, it's, it's obvious what it's going to be. White Men Can't Jump, one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, our guest here in a second, she is she is backstage. Uh, she got me Funko Pops of of, uh, of Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes from, from he got game. So love that film and one, one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. The, the Jeopardy stuff uh, as well on there um but the basketball portions are just great yes the art of hustling as you mentioned sp3 with woody harrelson's character just coming up there and this white guy goofy looking white guy nobody's gonna who's taking this guy and then he comes on there and he's the best player on the court um yeah i i, I love that movie I, it's i should watch it i should rewatch it pretty soon i don't know billy if billy holt billy, billy holt Hull, yeah. Hull. uh i don't know if the fiance seen it in a while but or i don't know if she's seen it period but if she hasn't i should make her make her watch it all right share share delaware is here uh let me take the the branding off share delaware is here hello share how are you i'm doing good i'm on a work training right now so i have my work on this ear and you guys on this ear one, yeah, one's a lot louder than the other, I'm sure. I, yeah. Me and SP3 are out here screaming, especially me. I'm very loud. Uh, and well, the work training is also like going over the basics of the company that I've worked at for three years. And I'm like, Thanks. Yeah, the, the fiance has to go through all that stuff. She's like, I've watched this every year for like five straight years. Like, I yeah. know what it what they're going to say. Like, just let it play and then answer a couple questions at the end and then move on with your life. Yeah, so teammates, so dumb. All right, I lost the. I was the only loser. Say it was hi. rigged. Hi. Which one is that? <laughs> That's Harlem. She's she's hot. She it's hot today. So she she's like she was just cool. I think I think no, she was in a making sandcastles on the terrace nice. for now before we make the pool. And that's why you'll see her zombie hand coming out from <laughs> the from the bed behind me. Um I was the only loser in the MTV Challenge All Stars season because it was rigged. I, I sent my case to the lawyers. They told me I didn't have a case. I'm in the process of finding new lawyers for this because the people I paid initially didn't get the job done. So I'm just going to spend more money until I find some lawyers who can get the job done. But until then, I will honor my slideshow presentation of why Kara and Polly are actually great. All right? They are Legends. actually great. Legends. Legends. Here we go. Add to stream. Hopefully, okay. There it goes. I was hoping this works. MTV Challenge Legends: Car Maria and Paulie. Okay, yeah, the Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck of the Challenge, right here. 
that's who they are. Accurate. <laughs> offended. Offended. <laughs> Kara. Two championships, nine finals in 14 seasons. Misspelled seasons, so that's okay. Five straight finals. One chance for his pros. <laughs> she has horses. Everyone loves horses. That's okay that, uh, what's her name? Ooh, the Veronica wanted them to die. Um, Amanda. Amanda, I couldn't think oh, of Oh, God, yes. Yeah, Amanda's like... That hey. rivalry That rivalry always made me laugh anytime they got I into like, arguments. It wasn't I a like rivalry last, at all. I like the last dash with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I hit enter and just forgot to put something. So I just said extra dash there. Look, the, the slides, I'm going to admit, aren't very good, but the words behind the slides are what matter, okay? You uh, should have put iconic this. rivalries. Her and Laurel... Her and Amanda, those are Kayla. Kayla, yes, Kayla. She beat them all. They're rivalries. not rivalries because she kept bananas. beating them. She kept no, beating she didn't. Them. She didn't. She didn't beat Laurel. She beat she bananas. Did. Yeah, that was an iconic rivalry. She that was like the underdog them. overcoming the the champ of champs. So she beat all of them. That's why she's the best. Nine finals in fourteen seasons. Actually, pretty impressive, even though only two but, championships out of nine finals isn't that great. But the five straight, the five straight finals, yeah, was five very straight, impressive. yeah, five she straight. Became, she became one of those female goats of the challenge in that five final stretch. I mean, she kind of is the female goat, right? Like, who, who else is there? I would go at the only females that I would put ahead of her is Evelyn, who also has three fair, uh, who has three championships. Um, Evelyn won so many of like the team game stuff, though. Like she was, this she was show. a different era when it come, yeah, came to that. It stuff. was a whole different show back then. Yeah, that's why I can't, but, I can't. But she won, she won one of the toughest seasons ever for the first rivals. Yeah, she did. Ev- Evelyn's a good shout. Like, if you want to make a case for Evelyn, I can maybe see it. I'm still going Kara, though. I'm still going Kara. She's she has the goat. She's legitimately very good at this game, and, and legitimately like one of the top stars from this game. This other guy who was obviously great, Paulie, love him. Can't everyone loves Paulie? He's fantastic. Uh, he had two finals in three seasons, twenty daily wins. Most importantly, he made Brad question every life decision he's ever made. This is one of like an all time challenge moment for me when. He after they lose the redemption season, which was totally stupid. They go back to the redemption house and whatever. That season was awful. But they go. He's in the house with Brittany, and Brad is dating Brittany, and Brad and (laughs) Paulie is like, yo, she's talking to what's his name? Like she's sleeping with him. Like she, your girl's fucking somebody else. And Brad, the look on his face when he hears this information, just again, he questioned every single life decision he's ever made in that moment of like what got me to this point where this lunatic is he wasn't mad he wasn't like trying to kill paulie he looked like this realization came over yes this realization came over his face like this man might be telling the truth like he just questioned everything it is one of the best moments <laughs> it's a great beard uh it is, is one of the best moments in, in challenge history though just the look on this man's face when paula gives this information it was it was final re- final uh reckoning it's not even good for like the daily wins it's not the the format was totally awful but yeah. some of the arguments make that season 
the arguments in that season make was me. that the season with Pizzagate? Yes. With, with, oh with, with Pizzagate and and wasn't it um no 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 Pizzagate was actually Vendetta's uh lasagna the uh pasta gate was pasta was gate. final reckoning oh. with 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 uh Corey uh body and Tony. yeah <laughs> uh so Paulie doesn't maybe have the wins and stuff but he's got the the Brad moment that we can never take away from him that is a couch. Polly and Cara have probably had sex there. The drama. They had a lot of cheating. A lot. A ton. And a lot of lying. More than cheating. They've had more lying than cheating. But to pull this all together, these shows, especially during their season, it became less about like challenges and victories, and it just became nothing but how much drama can we create out of this show? And Polly and Cara... Nobody did drama better than these two, whether they were cheating on the people they started off the show with, whether they were cheating on each other, whether they were yelling at each other or whatever, whether everybody else was commenting on the relationship, like bananas always had commentary on their relationship. Like, They brought the drama. They brought what MTV wanted at the time, which was hour and a half episode with like one daily challenge and then nothing else but drama. So they they brought what MTV wanted. You can't take that away from them. I mean, they had so much cheating that it was in People magazine about all Polly's girlfriends. They did did podcast Kara and the, the one girl that he was with from whatever show, The Bachelorette yeah. Girl or whatever. Like they did podcasts together and then Polly went on the podcast after them. I remember like I was on Reddit every day looking up the drama that these two idiots were getting into. They brought all the drama. Bananas sent sent Carl like a gift basket. Yeah. And flowers, like he felt yeah. so bad for them. Like they brought the drama. They brought it all together. And that's what MTV wanted. And that that's was back when Kyle best. was still a pirate. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Carl was with Kyle. And then she was like, but then Polly stole her. But then she tried to make Kyle jealous. Just a lot of nonsense. And Kyle was like, I don't care. Yeah, Kyle's <laughs> like, well, I'm just going to sleep with somebody else. Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep with two other girls yeah. in the same season. And then Kara was mad about that. She was mad yes. about that as well. Yeah. They brought the drama. All right? You gotta, MTV loves the drama. Kara and Polly 100% brought the drama. That's why they are MTV and Challenge Legends. That is a chair. They probably had sex there. <laughs> Challenge has been awful since they've been off the show. There's been a lack of drama. You got all these people you don't know. I don't know who these people are. I mean, we're watching the, the USA season. And that's not like MTV people. But even still, before that, the, the current season that's going on, they got people from all these shows that you don't know. It's, it's not been good. You need Car and Polly for the drama. You need the moments where after the little obstacle thing and Polly kept falling off and falling off and falling off and Car's like consoling him and like, I feel so bad. Like he wants this so bad. Like he's worked so hard for this and she's crying and Polly's crying and it's so great. Like the, the, the music that played during this as well it was the best it was the absolute best when he just kept failing at this fucking obstacle course it was, it was <laughs> we need moments like that again we haven't had them we haven't like had them i like the final where he almost died yes yes Paul that was that talking. was war of the wars too 
talking all this shit always talking all this shit about how like i never gas like I- i'm the best at this like i'm gonna win all of these challenges and stuff and then he loses in the final or before the final he gasses out in the final paulie is the such a great villain and that you like you want to root against them and then he fails and you feel so vindicated that he has failed. Like it's, it's the, we haven't had a good Wes is playing nice with bananas, bananas is everybody loves CT. We haven't had like a great villain since Paulie has left the show. So it's been awful. This is true. The, the villain now is fessy and he's, he sucks. He's, he actually yeah, he sucks. sucks. He yeah. actually sucks. They this tried is- to make Kyle the villain, but he's just too funny. He is. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't yeah. like he he I mean he does well like the daily challenge is not really like eliminations though he does well and he stays around but yeah he's actually like seemingly a nice guy and he is very funny Paulie understood he was very hated and played into that and I also just think he's a douchebag but uh, it's so funny watching him fail it's so funny and I Kyle think- doesn't talk shit either like Kyle like no. just knows like hey I'm here I'm smoking I'm drinking whatever I can do to get to the final it's great like Paulie talked all that shit. And I think the only way that Paulie is ever going to win is if he gets a couple season with Kara yeah. or a bloodline season with Cody. Yeah. Like this was the season to bring them back. Uh, the season 38, since the theme is ride or die, this was the season to kind of bring them back. And they could have been probably one of the favorites. Like going into this upcoming season, I think whoever's with the bananas is probably going to win because these people are so dumb that they're going to let bananas get to a finals. Um, that is bunk beds. They probably had sex there. <laughs> they found love and they're happy. You guys, you haters of love, like you hate on Sammy Guevara and Ty Conte, who have also found love and are happy. You guys are haters that they're in a nice, open relationship. They they talk about all their great sex, as I've pointed out uh, on this show as well, of all the places they've had sex. For those who don't get it, by the way, I can't believe I'm going to have to explain this. There's the one season, I forgot what season it is, but like they go into the house together, and they're like, there's a chair, we're going to have sex there, we're going to have sex there, we're going to have sex there. Well, that is the point of all these uh, pictures of like, they probably had sex there. Um, they, they're happy. They're They're in love. Why are you guys... And why are you guys hating on love? They brought people together. They brought themselves together. We are not here to judge others' happiness and others' love, even if they got there by cheating and lying and more cheating and more lying and just being general assholes to each other. They're in love. Love rules. Yes. I agree. Sure. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Chad man celebrating four years with with his girl yesterday. Congratulations Congrats. to you. Congratulations to Paulie and Carla. They found love. They found love. Are they still together? I hope so. Otherwise, this presentation doesn't make as much sense. That's it. That's my presentation of why Kara and Paulie are the best ever. They they Kara is a great competitor. Paulie is a great villain. They brought the challenge and they brought happiness and they had a lot of sex. Mazel tov. Thumbs up for a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up to sex. <laughs> you were well very done. persuasive. Thank you. Thank you. I thought so as well.
presentation that I threw together in five minutes. <laughs> the, the challenge has sucked since they've been off. I will say that is true. It really has. That is true. <laughs> All right, I I gotta I gotta wrap up here. So I, I have I speaking of love, I have to go do wedding stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. We should be sending out invitations this week, honestly. So uh, check check your mailboxes in the next week or so. Yes. For Fair. someone that hates love as much as I do, I will ball like a little bitch at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, so I, I have to go. I have to wrap early. I have to do wedding stuff. Sherry, do you want to plug anything? I uh, still have Jesse's um, GoFundMe up on my page. We just crossed five thousand dollars, so nice. our goal is ten thousand. So check that out. And that's about it. Hate my life. Oh, you're the best, Sherry. <laughs> you're the best. You SB3, the best. do you want to plug anything? Uh, check me out at True Hill SP3. I will be having um live tweeting during Love Island, and remember to lick a tit or whatever. Um, so lick a tit. yeah, thumbs up lick for a, licking tits, lick a tit or whatever. <laughs> like if I would have popped, if I if I would have popped my my misses, I just tell her you want me to lick your tit or whatever, and she just starts <laughs> laughing. She just starts laughing because of that Love was. Island. Thank you, Love Island uh th- thanks to share thanks to sv3 we'll be back next week with new we'll, we'll catch back up on challenge usa if you guys have even watched it i didn't watch this past week's episode so i, did. I didn't have anything to talk about anyway maybe something will happen in the nba we'll figure some stuff out a lot of stuff coming to fight overbooked this week i don't actually know what it is i'm just gonna say it's a lot of stuff and hope people upload true, stuff including myself true rewind returns on there fightful you go. overbooked true rewind sp3 is back with five shows a week on fightful overbooked uh thank you guys thanks everybody for watching listening we'll talk to y'all next week bye enjoy your week everyone <laughs>